Speaking of quiche. No, no, no. Quiche is when you're in front of a big crowd and you have to like give a huge monologue and talk about something. No, no. You're thinking of speech. Uh, oh. No, you're thinking okay. of the place you go for vacation with the sand. No, 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 no. You're That's a beach. Oh. No, no, no. no, no, no. You're thinking of the podcast where we talk about movies and uh, have a good time. Oh, no, no. That's our feature presentation. Hello and welcome to our featured presentation. The entertainment podcast for movie lovers by movie lovers. Follow us on Twitter at Our Presentation. Subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Leave us a review if you like the show. My name is Luke Potasic. I'm a uh, filmmaker, professional video producer, which means I was recently pre-disapproved for a credit card. Joining me as always is a guy who knows a lot about movies. He has pizza on his pineapple, and frankly, my dear, he doesn't give a damn. Caleb Michael Miller, how are you? I'm doing well, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Uh, someone who I don't want to ask, but I'm obligated to, is uh, my right-hand man. Uh, well, he's on my right-hand side. I don't really care for him that much. Either way, it doesn't matter because this is an audio podcast. He's a man who reads for pleasure and only recently discovered MySpace. Daniel, how are you? Good. And I'm your brother, not just your right-hand man. You're a piece of... Anyway. All right. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to hand it off to Caleb, and uh, let's talk about movies or let's something. Let's talk about movies, movies or something. How you guys been? It's been a while. It's only been yeah. two weeks, but... It's... Yeah, we didn't have an episode last week. Oh. It was uh, Easter slash mm. April Fool's Day, which uh, Easter same was the first April Fool's Day. No, so. Easter and yeah. April, same thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> kidding, yeah. uh, kidding, kidding. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> so have you guys heard of A Quiet Place? You know, I've been... That's on my uh, really? list right here. Okay. I was go- I've been wanting to bring that s- that up for the past. When we were originally going to talk about it, which mm-hmm. neither of us mm-hmm. knew we were going to, it wasn't getting press coverage, mm-hmm. and now it's everywhere. Right. So I was everywhere. like, "Well, that's not well, as that's exciting." Say, I, it's one of those things where it was in the shadows and it wasn't getting marketed like it mm-hmm. was. But you had to be a fan of it. Yeah, you, know, you had to be excited for it. So I was always anticipating to see it. Yes, mm-hmm. bought my tickets last week. Awesome. Saw it with somebody. Oh, dude. Oh, so you saw it? Oh, I saw it. I'm about to go wow. see it. Wow. I will not spoil anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to say is that it's short. It's about 90 minutes. Oh. Very short. Um, and when the final act is starting to go into motion, mm-hmm. me as a like a lover of movies and stuff, I'm sure you'll feel the same way, Luke, probably you, Daniel, is you're like, wait a second. If this is, this is going to mean it's going to end soon? And then you're like, I... I, I like that. Yeah. Well, wow. like, wait, wait, I, li- I like that because it, it, it's very short, but that it doesn't waste a minute of its time. What made the movie right. blow up? Being so good. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. It's a ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. uh, which is a pretty prestigious club to be yeah. in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a little list of my anticipated films in April, uh, <clears> which <throat> we're going to talk about at the start of April. We're a week into it, but right. Yeah. Quiet Place is on there. That was kind of the sleeper that's now blowing up. And for those at home who don't know, is uh, co-written, directed by, and starring John Krasinski of The Office fame. Jim, The Office. And uh, his wife, Emily Blunt, yeah. starring with him. They, oh, man, they knocked it out of the yeah. freaking park, dude. I'm dude, excited to so, see it. I can't yeah. wait to see it. So good. And then you know what? I think another reason it's blown up is it's it's an original idea. It's an original right. idea that sticks to its guns, and it doesn't, you know, it comes in guns blazing. It's like, hey, this is what I am. You're either going to like it or you're not. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you can see all the passion in the project. So mm-hmm. it was it was incredible. Yeah. And quick side note that uh, we'll probably do an episode discussion on at some point, but I'd just mm. like to throw this out there for us to stick a pin in, mm. is comedians going into serious roles mm-hmm. and how they nail it more than anyone. You So Jordan Peele making Get Out, Get out was incredible. Mm-hmm. If you think of one of the best examples is Brian Cranston playing mm. Heisenberg. Right. Walter White in Breaking Bad. 
and how comedians really bring dark energy Steve really Carell well. Steve Carell and Foxcatcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, great example. Uh, <laughs> the chills. So last week I asked you guys a question uh, asking about sequels that were better than the original. Uh, I would like to see what Caleb's <clears throat> thoughts are. Oh, Caleb. Um, okay, so... I have a couple honorable mentions I'd like to discuss. I do as well. Just kind of, just kind of brush upon. Okay. okay. I think we all wrote uh, honorable yeah. mention. I'm mention glad we list. did. So I've, I'm gonna just yeah. name a couple off because I feel like you guys have a, a couple on here as well that I have. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna throw out one that you haven't seen: Blade Runner 2049. Yep, I haven't seen it. Okay. Came out, you know, somewhat like 30 somewhat years later, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it feels like. It has in the universe. You're like, you're watching, you're like, whoa, this feels like time has passed, but it still feels like the same universe, even though Ridley Scott didn't direct it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so good. The aesthetic is so nice yes. in that movie. Um, Aliens. Yeah. Okay. So you have Alien, which is the survival horror, mm-hmm. you know, woman versus monster story. And then Aliens comes out, and it's just an action packed, like, right. It's like, it, it just flips the genre on its mm-hmm. head. And I think yeah. that's what did it a huge favor is it's not, okay, let's be scarier and quieter. It's like, no, let's just make it a whole new thing, but keep the characters true to who they were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that, I think that's really, so and like, as opposed to like Jaws 2 and 3, where it's like the shark comes back and it's scarier and there's more water and blood. It's like, no, yeah. like it's a different idea that's connected to the same thing. I like that right. a lot. Um, I'm going to say How to Train Your Dragon 2. Oh my goodness! Yes, it's so good. We've already touched upon that it's so many so times. Good. So good. I cried so good. during the first five minutes, not because there's a sad part, but just the I'm flying. Like, this is the flying. Yeah, stuff. you were just happy. The music. Oh my god! It's a gorgeous, and, and gorgeous movie. You brought this up, um, and it, you brought it to my attention a while back mm-hmm. when we were discussing it. Is one of the things I love about the movie is just it's building the universe, but not in a way where it's like, "Hey, I can't wait for the next five movies." Like you know what I'm saying? Where it yeah. gets ahead of itself. It, but there's that one throwaway line where he's yeah. like, "Where's the other Night Furies?" Yeah, well, like that's got to be the third one. Yeah. You know? don't see it, it, any it, other yeah. mention, whatever. It, it wasn't yeah. a Sinister Six setup like an mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man oh, two. Right. It was just this universe naturally will grow and can grow right. and yep. it's going to be great. And it feels alive even when you're not watching the film. You know, like, it mm-hmm. feels like there's something going on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's really cool. Very good. Um, John Wick Chapter 2. Oh, so Ooh. good. I would have to think about that for a while. I think John Wick Chapter 2. I'm not saying these... I'm not going to say it's better. I'm just saying it's just such a good sequel. I think it's, it's a good, good. It's, it's a good, amazing yeah. sequel. I'm not going to yes. say it's better than the first one, but I just want to bring it yeah. to the intention because The first one was so, so fresh. So yeah. good. You know oh, what I'm yes. saying? It, mm-hmm. Again, it builds upon that idea. Um, so in terms of better than the first, this mm-hmm. is kind mm-hmm. of on the same level. I don't know if you guys have heard of the before trilogy, Richard Linklater. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did Boyhood. Uh, it's a movie, right. Ethan Hawke and Julia. Yeah, Del- I'm familiar Del- with Boyhood. Del- Del- I don't remember. She's a French actress. So mm-hmm. I totally butchered the name. But anyway, Good. so they filmed it in the 1990s, 1994. And then 10 years later, they filmed the sequel. And then the characters aged in real time. Right. Oh, uh-huh. it was released as one movie though, right? Yes. So before Sunrise was the first. Before Sunset was the second. I've never heard of these. And then Before Midnight was the final one. Oh, I didn't know it was released as a trilogy. Yeah. yeah. So it's not released altogether. So 1994 was Before wait, Sunrise. Wait, is this Boyhood you're talking about? No, no, no. This is Before oh. Sunrise. Oh, so it's a different... Different movie. Different, different movie. All different Boyhood. than Boyhood. Oh, I thought you were talking no, about Boyhood. No, I'm saying the guy who, the guy who Boyhood. did Boyhood. So yeah, yeah. So, oh, incredible. Yeah, so... I haven't heard of it. Before Sunrise, one of, one of the best written films I've ever seen, because hmm. um, the chemistry just bounces off the screen so that's filmed in 1994 and then in 2004 yeah before sunset and then 2013 14 that's before midnight but all the characters still age in real time so you like you see them every 10 years you know what i'm saying it's like where have you been and they meet up again and it's it's, i'm not gonna ruin anything but it's definitely worth a look there okay um i've got two more 
two or three more I just want to bring up, and okay. then I'll let y'all bring up your honorable mentions, right. and we'll top it off with the uh, my pick. Um, okay. So this these these ones I feel like are better than the originals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Captain America: Winter Soldier. Agree. Yes, I agree. I agree. Thor: Ragnarok. Yes. Infinitely so. Yes. And um, Spider Man Two. Toby Toby McGuire Spider Man Two. Hmm. Yeah. I could see yeah, that. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen those, mm-hmm. but it was such a good movie. Doc Ock was a great villain. Better than Green Goblin. Yes. I mean, oh, I aesthetically and yeah. story-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked his connection to Peter Parker better than uh, Norman Osborn's. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's one of the things. They kind of expanded on that <laughs> student mm-hmm. mentor kind of. Right, right, right. And I love Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. But oh, I'm saying, I love like, him in yeah. general. In, oh, and yeah, great in, general. in that part. Oh, yeah. But just the, the, the story of Spider-Man 2... It's just such a good written story. Like if it was mm-hmm. a comic book, if it was a movie, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like it holds up on its own just being a film. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. Also, the video game adaptation was mm-hmm. better than the original. Yeah, yeah. So for sure. We'll throw that out there. For one world. of the first open world video games. Oh, yeah. Man. oh yeah. yeah. The that, web slinging was a great mechanic. Oh, oh that was that was that was a lot of fun. Uh Daniel, what are some of your uh some of your favorite sequels over than the original? So here's my number one pick, The Dark Knight. Yes, mm-hmm. that's on yeah. my list. Oh, Batman so that's Begins. your pick, not the honorable mention. That's, that's your pick. That's my pick, The okay. Dark Knight. Batman Begins was a great, great Batman film. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I loved it so much. And then The Dark Knight just ups the ante with everything. And mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that should have won the Oscar that year. For Best Picture. wasn't even nominated. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what made the... Or not, well, not, what I'm was not the nomination? Wasn't it nominated? It was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Heath Ledger. But for right. the film uh, Also, it was snubbed. It was snubbed yeah, for... Yeah. It was snubbed. That's the notorious thing. Is So originally, you could only have... I believe it was eight Best Picture nominations. Yeah. And then they moved it to ten. Because uh, it was like, where's the Dark Knight? Yeah. And they're like, what's a superhero movie? I don't know. Like, I don't know. It wasn't there, obviously. But I'm saying, like... Right. It was so that, good. It was he, no Heath Ledger's snubbed. Joker will be one Damn. of the... Probably Iconic. the best villain ever. Iconic. Absolutely. Absolutely iconic. And just all the ticks that he added to the character that mm-hmm. were just, to, and that's truly something beautiful to see is that you see the Joker in the comics and obviously Jack Nicholson's Joker was, mm-hmm. I love his Joker as well. But again, he just makes it his own complete thing and there's hints of it. And like, I can't, I can't imagine being one of the people in the theater fanboy or not watching the film. Mm-hmm. And then when Joker gives his quote unquote origin story and he mm-hmm. goes, you know, my wife was a drinker, and he does that whole thing. And then yeah. I, I yeah. assume if I was in the theater watching that movie, I'd be like, "That's it, that's the origin yeah. story." And then later, he just bullshits it and he makes up another one. Yep. You're like, right? Oh yep. my yep. gosh! Yep. So yep. That's the thing is, it's kind of flipping on the head mm-hmm. the the origin story idea of the mm-hmm. villain monologue the and stuff like him, that. Yeah. And then that then a whole layer of mystery was added in there. Mm-hmm. Ah, man, mm-hmm. one of the best. Uh, do you have any other mentions you want to throw out there? Or I could read my list and if read, there's read, anything, read your list. Anything yeah, I missed. Yeah. Uh, kind of debatable whether or not this counts as a sequel or a reboot, but okay. Silence of the Lambs could be considered a sequel to Manhunter. Okay, yeah, I could see uh, that. We, we won't really touch on that. I had Dark Knight over Batman. Yeah, I see what you're saying, though, because it's technically... Uh, I see what you're saying. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it was a Hannibal Lecter film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say Terminator 2 over Terminator. Yep. yep. I yeah. had that on my honorable mentions. Gotcha. Yep. Great. Great movie. I would say both Toy Story sequels over the original. Yeah, interesting. See, I'm not. I'm. I'm one who doesn't believe Toy Story Two is better than the first one. But that's just me. It's there's an argument there though. There, oh no. Yeah. There's, oh yeah. There's definitely mm-hmm. an argument. It, it's it's up just, there with it. For definitely. my my ranking of those movies would be one three two, probably. Ooh. Honorable. 
I get mm-hmm. it. Okay. So, but I definitely see where you're coming yeah, from. Okay. There's, there's an argument there for sure. For sure. I would say as much as I like to say my favorite Star Wars film was A New Hope. Empire Strikes Back. I think yeah. Empire, Empire Strikes Back, Empire, Empire Strikes yeah, yeah. back. just in yep. general could be considered yeah. better. Mm. Maybe I the agree. best. That was on my list, too. The direction of that film, Hoth. Mm -hmm. And then, as far as order goes, there's some debate, but I would say, in general, the Harry Potter films just kept getting better. Yeah. My my favorite, Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm -hmm. I think that's Mm -hmm. the best. Mm -hmm. See, Half-Blood Prince, that's mine. Mm, Really? Uh, Oh, that's so good, too. It's really really hard to say. I think Prisoner. Prisoner? Prisoner of Azkaban. Wow, nice. Did you read the book for Prisoner of Azkaban? Oh, Did yeah. you read the book? Did you, Did read... you read the book? <laughs> Did you read Did the you put book? down your toys and read your book, um, Lucas? <laughs> I might have done a little bit of it. Oh, I caught you reading in the corner. And we just lost our entire international audience. Sorry, Jose, the one Later, guy. Guys. Jose? His name was Jose. We lost him on a British accent? It's Jose. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey. You're assuming nationality. Like, so I'm you through with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that I definitely was. Oops. No. Um, hey, so Prisoner of Azkaban, completely different in the movie, though. The book and the mm. movie are almost completely different. Like they have the same groundwork and foundation, right? But the order of which events happen, the whole th- um, oh, what was the broom he got at the end of the movie? He gets that in the middle of the book, the fr- right? And then uses that, and then, then and it's in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of changes. A lot, a lot of changes. Yeah. So it that's why it's I have to separate it because I read the book before I saw the movie right. there, and they're just completely different. I don't know, man. Hmm. So, but that's I, I think it's. It's also one of my favorite Harry Potter books. It's mm-hmm. Prisoner of oh, Azkaban yeah. is a great book, yeah. and it's a great movie. I think it was a good example, I guess, of because I didn't. It's not something I've consciously really thought about is the mm-hmm. changes made in it, but it's the most pretty much um, yeah. from what I've read. Mm-hmm. It's got the most like yeah. changes in there. But, mm-hmm. And I think though that Prisoner of Azkaban is just such a. I, I want to say the word masterpiece of a film in general. Yeah, no. that it's a good example of an adaptation, whereas the others. Absolutely. They're very, they're very true to the source material. Especially the first two. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I think the adaptation, Prisoner of Azkaban, just great movie, also great book. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Separately. I still have to read the book. So, so Dark Knight, do you have your honorable mentions done? Go, keep going, keep going. Uh, that was my list. Okay. So your number one pick was The Dark Knight, yes. Daniel. My number one pick, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Yeah. Mm, I, for yeah, sure. That's for sure. The, the yeah. third of the trilogy, mm-hmm. it just... It's a powerhouse in delivering all the questions you had, every loose end that wasn't tied mm-hmm. up yet. Um, and the performances in that movie all, never cease to blow me away. Just, you know. Yeah. Um, Samwise Gamgee, Frodo, the, and how every character has, there's like a little group, and they all have their little separate stories, and at the end it all collides into one thing. Like It's such a good movie. It's so good. And everyone, uh, the number one complaint in that movie that everyone talks about is that there's too many endings. And because it ends and then ends and then ends and then ends. Uh, yeah, you'd have to watch it. it again to understand. But like, I I love the endings because I feel like they are there for a reason. Right. Like Frodo's going on a little like epilogue of a journey, you know, during those parts. Mm-hmm. So, dude, just those movies in general. But Return of the King is just, it's the king, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure. What was your number one pick, Luke? Uh, I would say either. So Dark Knight, but I would say probably Empire. Okay. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think that's just a good example because it's. I'd say it's probably the best of the original trilogy, even mm. though I prefer A New Hope. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, okay. I think, I think I've, of Terminator yeah. as sort of the quintess- quintessential example of that because I've only seen Terminator once. I've only the whole know, trilogy once, or just the first one. The first one. And, and oh. everyone I talked to says, "Yeah, I've only seen it once, but Terminator Two, I've seen several times. Yeah, yeah. I could. So see that. I would it's say infinitely better. Mm. Yeah, so I would say which one you have the more 
most of a proclivity to mm-hmm. let me watch this is Terminator 2. You yeah. want to rewatch rewatchability mm-hmm. as well as Empire. I'll be I would back, say you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Empire. Empire's ending is worth it on its own. Like just the, the shot op- I'm looking at the, the space, opening, the opening, the ending, yeah, everything the middle about it. part. Just yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. The more and more I reflect on, it, I think it's the best. Dude, so my number one question here is: Where's Doug's second movie? I've been waiting for that for like 10 damn years. We'll like, waiting. dude, Doug's first movie came out. I'm yeah. waiting, dude. I am waiting for that movie. No, Kale. You're not allowed. All right, guys. We have another installment of Fact or... It's not true. It's bullshit. All right, so... This time, we're going to be talking about actors who almost got the part. Good one. So I have a list of actors that were almost cast in a certain role. Some of them I verified. Others I made up. So I'll preface it by saying maybe they almost got the part, okay. but not that I know of. I don't know. I don't have any connections. But you know. All right. First off, Tom Cruise as Neo in The Matrix. I'm going to say false. I'm going to say true. It was false. Okay. Ah. Cool. So was Keanu Reeves the first pick? No, Will Smith was. Will yeah. Smith. Will Smith was the first pick, and then he did Wild Wild West instead. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Will. Oh, you were the freshest prince. <laughs> How about Matthew McConaughey as Jack and Titanic? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that's crazy. I'm gonna say false. Ever been painted like one of them French girls? Drive a Lincoln. I just drive a little sketch of you, just sitting there with your teeth. You sound like a man in a bush, like watching Rose. Oh God! Yeah, they were going to drive them with his French. There's going to be a lot more shrubbery on set. <laughs> shrubbery? Ooh, bushes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no. That is true. Oh, I can see it. Wow. I can totally see it though. He's wow. I want to see back then. Charming. Gent. No one cares. Meaning, I don't have any facts in front of me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shailene Woodley as Mia in La La Land. False. 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 Yes, false that is false. Falsified. Ah. Yes. Oh, why did I even? Okay. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> second guessing yourself. Nicholas Cage as John Bender in The Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> true. Is that? That is true. That is true. That is true. The memes. He's old. He was. It was younger then. So I guess that makes it sense. It was the past. The, me- totally see that. the memes that could have come out of that. I don't even want. Anyway, keep going. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow. Wow. Jennifer wow. Lawrence as Bella Swan in Twilight. Mm, uh, I could fall. Uh, oh. False. I'm gonna say false. False. True. Uh, wow. So I can see it though. So I, mm. Robin Williams as Hagrid in Harry Potter. True. Is it true? I'm gonna say true. You seem confident. That is true. I could totally see wow. that. Too. That is true. Uh, yeah, and then J.K. Rowling said all the British characters need to be played by British actors. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. Wow. Respect. Gary Oldman as Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. Ooh. See, I don't know that, but I'm going to say true because I could still I'm gonna see I'm going to say true because I could totally see him. I mean, he's so versatile. versatile. I could see him do it. True. I made it up. Oh. Mm, but now I want to kind of see that. It, it'd, be, it'd still be good. <laughs> Alec Baldwin as Forrest Gump in Forrest Gump. Ooh. See, what was he doing back then? Was he... Alec Baldwin, I don't what know. What was Alec Baldwin... I don't... He's been killing it for a while. 
I'm going to say true. I'm going to say true because yeah. I can see it. I made that one up as well. Wow. I just need to stop listening to everything I hear. And that has been Fact or It's not true. It's bullshit. Now, Jimbo, if your friend's name is Cliff, would you jump off him? <laughs> Jimmy Neutron <laughs> reference. <laughs> that, Who wants pie? Does anyone else want pie? I, I want, want pie. pie. <laughs> but one day, sat a banana, changed my life forever. <laughs> <laughs> the duck. Endless pie. Now, Jimbo. <laughs> Endless pie. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good show. Oh, oh my. Speaking of shows better than the movie. Like the movie was okay. Oh yeah, Jimmy it was Neutron a spin-off. Of the film. Yeah, was the show a spin-off of yes, the film? It was. And it was better. The quality was better. The stories yeah. are better. Mm-hmm. It was more fun. Yeah. yeah. And Car- yeah. <laughs> so my my brother was watching that with his girlfriend like a couple weeks ago and I walked yes. in and I walked in <laughs> on them watching the film and I was like, "Are you guys watching Jimmy Neutron the movie?" And they were like, "Yeah." So I sat down. I'd seen that forever. Yeah, I pretty much had only seen it when it came out and then one other time. Dude, I'll try Lord. <laughs> Dude, now we're just on a Jimmy Neutron kick. I'm yeah, that. and we're going to keep it going. <laughs> yeah, since that Nickelodeon, they've done a lot of spin-offs of films into TV shows. Mm-hmm. Penguins of Madagascar, um, mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda, just pr- all the DreamWorks properties pretty much getting a Nickelodeon show mm-hmm. that are not great quality. I haven't yeah. seen them, so I have no idea. Yeah, same here. I've them. seen uh, I've seen a few of them. Same yeah, here. they're not good. But yeah, when you look at like what's on TV these days, what are the kids into? I want a Danny Phantom movie, live yes. action, live, ac- I, live action or animated. I don't care. Yes, like just I love Danny Phantom. That he's gonna catch them all though, because he's Danny Phantom. Yes, yeah, yeah, he has to. <laughs> he must. It's his dream. <laughs> Anything else we want to talk about? Yeah, you had uh, a list of anticipated movies. Am I correct or no? Oh, I was just bringing up oh, uh, when, we were, when we were talking gotcha. about a quiet place. Was uh, when we were going to record it. Ready Player One had just come out, mm, and yeah. then halfway through the book, really enjoying it. Nice, and then really Avengers: Infinity War. Oh really yeah! Oh, up. speaking of Infinity War, I'm just gonna yeah. touch upon this real quick. Um, I'm rewatching all the movies before Infinity War comes out nice. in chronological order. Nice. Um, and it gets a little bit shaky in Phase Three because kind of like Doctor Strange takes place after Black Panther. So, like, you have to watch Black Panther first. So, like, it kind of like, oh, mm. interesting. Because Black Panther mm. takes place one week after Civil War. It takes place. I still have to see that. You, I still have to see Homecoming. Dude, phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, you still have to see I Homecoming. I still have to see Homecoming, and then I can see Infinity War. So I have I have two movies to watch yeah. before I can see that. And and Black Panther, I don't know about Homecoming. Homecoming is a lot more standalone, but Black Panther for okay. sure is a staple before yeah. we have to see Infinity War because yeah. a lot right. of it takes place in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. But Marvel's Marvel's killing it. Watching all this stuff in chronological order, especially if you want to watch all the TV shows with it, like Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. It just makes it all more rich. So when's Justice League coming? Has that come out? That came out in yeah, November last okay. year. Well, what's their next movie then? Like, what's DC doing? Filing. No, no, November last year. When did it come out? It came Something out this like year, that. right? I thought it came out this year. Pretty. I don't. I don't know. Well, what, I saw what are it in they the doing? theater because I saw it in the theater. Um. Well, okay. So the next thing that I'm aware of is um uh, the dude who made um Annabelle creation and Lights Out. Mm-hmm. Um. He's making a Shazam movie. You know mm-hmm. the kid, like the Billy yeah, Batson or whatever. Yeah. He's like Shazam, and he turns into like a thirty-year-old yeah. like superhero guy. Mm-hmm. So Zachary Levi from Chuck is playing oh. Shazam. Oh. I was recently thinking about Chuck. Oh, yeah. How's he doing these days? Uh, you know what? I, I imagine him doing well. well. I imagine him okay. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. I only saw first episode, other couple episodes of the first season. Is it good? It's a good show. 
haven't watched that yeah, much of it either. either. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, you were right. It was November 2017 that Justice League came See, out. See, DC really? isn't doing as well. They're not releasing as much. And their yeah. films and, are, I, aren't as good. I really liked Wonder Woman. I still haven't seen Wonder Woman. so I enjoyed yeah. Wonder Woman a lot. I'll say that. Yeah. I feel like the last act, like a lot of movies, was like, where, wait, where are we going? Uh, but but no, Gal Gadot and like, mm. dude, yeah, dude, she's Wonder Woman, and she yeah. was one of the best parts of Justice League. Like, mm. so Justice League felt very like, it felt like two cooks were baking one pie, but both cooks wanted a different flavor. You've never had a good kitchen reference, but that was no, on point. I'm not a cook, but because you know, it started off with um, what's his name? <clears throat> um, <laughs> you would be a baker in this situation. Baker. I barely knew her. Um, <laughs> that made me laugh way more than it should have. I'm going to uh, be over here. <laughs> I'm going to be over here. Daniel just stepped 20 feet away from me. One sec. I'm jotting down the time code so I can cut this out. Cool. Damn. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, because what's his name? Did um, Joss Whedon mm-hmm. did the reshoots and stuff. And then the guy who directed of Batman. V, yeah, of Justice League. And the guy who directed Batman v Superman, Zack Snyder. Yeah. Was the one who first started filming the movie, so oh, yeah. Joss Whedon was the one who released it. I so it just felt about that. interesting. I don't know. I don't really have that much to talk about it because it was it was all right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm I'm chill, man. I am chill. That is cool. I like chillness. I like coolness. Air conditioning, blessing or curse? Okay, Find out so. Tonight at eight. <laughs> Having lived without air conditioning for the past couple of weeks, when it was getting hot because our capacitor broke, I mm-hmm. replaced the capacitor. It yeah. works now, and so I say blessing because I'm enjoying it. You enjoy the air conditioning. Yes. yes. Since then, I've been rather cold. <laughs> you you have overdone it. I will say that. Whoa, much. whoa, whoa! Now, well, what, what temperature? I, this is this is the real discussion here. What temperature do y'all keep your air conditioning at? Well, that's the discussion that is yet to be had. Like sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, he Daniel, fir- shut up. <laughs> Daniel, shut. Sixty-eight. He, he first installed the capacitor, and then he just because there, you know how like you're like, I haven't had pizza in a month, and you eat a whole pizza. Yeah. yeah. He he just set it to like sixty. I set it to sixty. <laughs> it was eighty. I set it to sixty. It was freezing. Yeah. It doesn't get to the temperature you want quicker. Because just- I had two weeks worth of hot to make up for. So that was the was- night of winter. In Charlotte, I felt that <laughs> all the way in my house. I was like, I feel a cold breeze sweeping through the Sweet field. Breeze. <laughs> like there's um, snow on our lawn, but no one else's. It's just winter at our house. And yeah, no one, else's. I, one night I uh, chilled at y'all's house and everyone went to bed. And then I totally turned it to like 64 and I went to bed. I woke up and I was like, damn, it's so cold. And I turned it back to 70. I was like, hope they didn't notice in the night. <laughs> Entering stories 101. You made your bed now lay in it. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, lie with dogs, you catch dogs. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> Should we wrap this up? Let's wrap this up. Should we wrap this up? Let's like a good it. Christmas present. All right. Thank you, everybody. This has been our featured presentation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for the question yeah. of the week. No, no, I'm going to. I'm going to. Oh. Should we wrap? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. This has been our featured presentation thank you all for listening uh, again follow us on twitter at our presentation subscribe on itunes slash apple podcast google play stitcher leave us a review if you like the show or whatever you want to do now i'm going to pass it off to daniel for the question of the week the question of the week gentlemen is this okay what is the best film you would never buy great question the best <laughs> film but you would never own it Well, we will be back here, uh, not next week, but in two weeks, and we're going to answer that question, 
And until then, you guys enjoy yourselves or don't. I will not tell you what to do. Uh, this has been our featured presentation.